Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. From a nigga being ungrateful I spared you no more killing each other They knew me saved you Made it out and survived it for me a label LLC that I maxed on my entertainment My stock rising, they pocket watching I'm taking risks Hopping out of coop top is missing I'm popping shit Niggas hating cause hating niggas think I'm the shit I play it low key, stay humble, make moves anonymous Staying strict in my diet and keep me sucker free Some niggas non-verbal show you what time it is They want me R.I.P. Legacy legend, you can't erase me, ayy Probably why these niggas bitches chase me, ayy Probably why these niggas wanna race me, ayy Family, all I need From that sucker shit, I gotta stay free Probably why I'm cooler than an AC Feeling while he's watching niggas say cheese Eric, I was looking at the news And it was, um, talking about somebody got shot at um, video and a, uh, uh, um, a rap video. So, give me a call so I know you're alright. Later. Family, all I need. From that sucker shit, I gotta stay free. Probably why I'm cooler than the AC. It's your boy, DJ Bugsy. Do it for Hip Hop Podcast. This is episode 85, and I'm glad to be back on the Miggity Mike. I got my first artist. This is the indie artist Spotlight, E-Pill 23. That song that you just heard was Streets. I really like that song, and I would like to welcome to the show my boy E-Pill 23. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, Bugsy? Yeah, so let, let's start off with that, because we're going to do some debates, and I'm going to get into your history, but tell me about that song streets and how it came about is a real deep story and then your isn't that your mother at the end my grandmother your grandmother yeah my grandma okay that was my grandma that um that song came about it was me and my producer okay black he um actually produced the record okay and he sent me the record Mm -hmm. and he already kind of had the hook okay i said okay Mm -hmm. so i put what i put to it okay and my grandmother recently passed from oh, um, sorry to hear that. back in May. Okay. So 
you know, I'm looking through my voicemails. I got man, me and my grandmother got a very close relationship. Okay. Um, and you know, I'm just in my feelings one day, and I'm just looking, listening right. to all my voicemails one day. Right. And I and I while I'm working on the song, mm-hmm. I said, oh, right. this would be perfect. Yeah. She know she one one of my biggest fans besides okay. my mom. My mom, my number one, fan, you know, my yeah. my two daughters is, but my grandma, she really, you know, right. she definitely really... was was, you know, I was special to her. Okay. You know? So yeah. that was just a way for me to pay homage to her right. and also make it fit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That I can relate to that because when I was ten years old, my my grandmother passed away from cancer, and my grandfather passed away from COVID. So you know, you know, I, I'm just blessed to still be here, man. Because it's a lot of deaths that happened in 2020, and um, it, it, this has been a crazy year to say. Yes, yeah, yeah, it has. It you has know. been. It's been real crazy. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of crazy stuff going on. But mm-hmm. you know, in any situation, I've just been, mm-hmm. just been blessed to continue to go and adapt to any situation we right. we, we come across during life. That's right. what I'm learning. Like, it, no matter what you do, how much good you do, what you put out mm-hmm. is what you get back. Right. But it's still gonna be trials and tribulations. And nope. I think a lot of people gotta wrap their head around that to understand that. Like, it don't matter. It do it does matter to a certain degree of how you treat people and how you are with other people, but mm-hmm. you still gonna go through some things. Facts, that's I mean. true. I wanna embrace the beat. Um, so my first debate for you is: since two thousand, who has the best music catalog? Hip hop. I'm gonna throw some names out there, but I want what your perspective is. So for me, Kanye West is definitely at the top of that list. Um, I would throw J Cole in there. And I also with though Drake, what's your opinion on that? Since 2000 to 2020, who has the best music catalog? 2000, 2020. Mm-hmm. In the last 20 years. You got to throw, um, throw Future in them in there. Okay. Future. Okay. You got to throw Future. Okay. You got a crazy wave. I think um, mm-hmm. mm, 2000, 2020. Yeah, man. Ah, 20 years. There's a lot of artists. Um, but you know, a lot of artists I, I, more so got... Singles where they you talking the singles, about just they, I'm talking about just albums, actual catalogs, full projects, not a single that got hot and then you ain't really hear them or they got hot for three summers and then they disappeared. No, I'm talking somebody that kept putting out dope EPs and dope albums after dope albums. Drake, Kanye, J. Cole. J. Cole dropped the one joint where I wasn't really feeling. I think it was called For Your Eyes Only. But outside of that, he was he was flawless in my opinion. Right. I'm trying to think, man, because yeah. I listen to a lot of music. I got okay. a lot of uh, content in my library, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to think. That's a big question. 2000, 2020. It's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot of people, man. I listen to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I might be. It might sound biased, but I like everybody from Philly. You know. Okay. Meek uh, Mill. Meek. Beanie Siegel. Okay. You know that era. I was a big state property fan. Growing okay. Up, seventh, eighth grade, I was a. Yeah. You know, I used to go at it with my boys mm-hmm. in the lunchroom. It was Rough Riders uh, versus Rockefeller. Okay. I was one of Rockefeller. Uh, of guys. course, most and, people you know, was. I I I missed out on a lot of kiss back then, <laughs> but I came back. I made the oh, U-turn. Right. And, so know, now that you came back, what you think of Kiss now? Oh my gosh, man! He one of my uh, he one of my favorite. Okay. He one of my favorite. He I like his content. He his substance. Yeah. He, um, Definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you th- what it takes in your opinion to be a great artist? Is that something you strive for? 
Yeah, I think um, mm-hmm. being pure, first okay. of all, knowing who you are, I think that's extremely important. A lot of people running in circles, chasing their tails, right. doing what they think people want. And right. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll get you but so far, but I feel like you, yeah. number one thing is just being yourself, being comfortable with being you, Yeah. Um, being consistent. Okay. And um, yeah, staying prayed up. If you could be consistent, Mm-hmm. You comfortable in right. your own skin? Yeah. And tell your story. Because we don't want a duplication of everybody else's story. If you sound Facts. like him, it's going to be like, we already Talk heard that. Talk to him, bro. We want to know your story. Talk to him. And a lot of people is not comfortable <laughs> with that. You know, and with me, that's big because it feel good to sit with my family. Right. And to sit with my friends and my peers. To, to, to They are part of it. Even when right. they're not with me, they are part of it because they, that music, they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. They can tell you, oh, I remember this. Or, oh, he's right. funny. I know, you know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's 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 definitely key. Yeah. Believing in yourself too. Now I wanna get into your CEO hat. You started your label. Talk about that and talk about the importance of being a CEO and being an owner of your own destiny. Um, I started Max Up Entertainment. As you can see, this uh yeah. one of the white shirts. Yeah, he gave um, me a shirt, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 uh make sure you support. Max Up Entertainment LLC. I uh formed that in two thousand fourteen. Right. And that was around the time when I really, really, really started taking, taking it, it serious. serious. And a lot of people was just putting up music on YouTube and doing those type of things. But mm-hmm. I kind of researched the business side of things. And I just did the research and I found out if you have your own LLC, mm-hmm. you'll be able to have more control. You can actually make money off your trial and errors. Okay. So that's what I did. My first couple of songs mm-hmm. ever was on Apple Music, on those type of platforms. Okay. So I figured that out. Right. Back to the drum board. Yeah. Let's promote. Let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> and let's try to do this thing the right way once you right. realize how you can have that creative control. So I think that's extremely important. And when you're dealing with the distribution, um, whether it's ASCAP, DistroKid, or any of those. BMI. People, yeah, BMI. I'm sorry. Yeah, BMI, ASCAP. You make sure you get your uh, publishing and your writers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when I did that, came up with a great name and I think Max Up to me it means like maximizing all your capabilities no matter what situation you're in. Mm, so I think that's I like extremely that. important too. So it always remind me like no matter what's going on, no matter what the circumstances mm-hmm. is, right. we just got to make the most out of it and maximize your capabilities. So that's what I came up with, Max Up Entertainment. That's dope, man. I like that. Now, speaking of ownership and, you know, kind of like being your own boss, this past week Kanye West was voicing his opinion via Twitter about owning your masters, not being a slave, kind of like same thing that Prince and Mike talked about. What is your thoughts on Kanye West of today versus the college dropout Kanye West? Do you think he's evolved or you think he's just talking out of his neck? Man, he a tricky situation. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye, man, the college dropout Kanye, I was still like, I I didn't really, I'm not going front Mm -hmm. and act like I really listened to him, but I was aware Okay. Of how impactful that project was. Right. I was it in was... school around that time, and I remember okay. the, the impact it had, and it seemed like he was more for us. Okay. You know? Yeah. Now it just seemed like I don't know. Right. He talking this and talking that, and it's just not making sense. And it, it, it's not, you mm-hmm. know, he have us one way and then right. this way. So I don't really, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what Kanye's doing. <laughs> I don't know. What you think though? How you? What's your feelings on that? I mean, you... as of late, like 
when he talk about owning your masters and how record companies always own you or you always wind up owing them and you put in all that work, like all that work that Kanye put in, and we were just talking about music catalogs, there's no way that Kanye West could have the magnitude of catalog that he has and still owe them money. Like that is mind-blowing. But that go back to the artist restructuring they deal or right. Yeah, and he's trying to refinance it, but they like, no, like we've been with you long enough. We did enough with you. We gave you enough money. We want you out, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, see, that's another situation. I think the most important uh, lesson out of this is just mm -hmm. figuring out what Masters is, number one, because I don't think a lot of people know what owning their Masters is. Right. You know what I mean? When yeah. I go to the studio, yeah. I'll, I'm bringing my, um, what is it called? The external hard drive. External hard drive, right. Absolutely. Every studio I come to right. or I you travel anywhere, that external hard drive is following me. The engineer that you got your relationship with, your report, yeah, he's still going to be cool and all that. But I feel like as an artist, mm -hmm. you got to take this thing serious and right. make sure all your work is on that external hard drive. Yeah, drop, You could get a Dropbox to you, okay. but I'd rather know that I got it in my hands. You can send right. me the MP3s via email, right. but I also need those raw files just in case that's the masters. Okay. You want to make sure you got your stuff. Right. Facts. I want to change gears, talk a little sports. So are you a basketball fan? Basketball, football fan, diehard. Okay. Now, the bubble is different compared to previous years, obviously. But if LeBron gets another ring, is it where you can throw that ring and say, I really earned it? Or it's different from previous times, like where you played a full 82 games, you're traveling from here to there. Do you feel like he worked for it if he earns another ring? He earned that ring. Okay. This might be a biased answer. I'm a LeBron fan. I am too. I'm a Lakers fan, but I think he earned it. Because okay. Because he, I mean, what, he went through everything that every other player that's playing in a bubble is going through. Right. So I feel like everybody had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, may the best man win. And the king, I feel like he coming home with the ring. And we'll see y'all Who do you year. think coming out the East, though? I think I was just talking to my man about this. It's crazy. I um I think Miami going to come out the East. Oh, I you think, think they're going to go off Boston? I think Miami going to knock out Boston. I think because they got a lot of young, energetic players. They center. What's his name? Adebayo? Yeah, Adebayo. Um, yeah. I like the guy Tyler Hero. Okay. Duncan yeah, Robinson. Tyler Hero. That shooters. boy, nice. Yeah, he nice. And Jimmy is Jimmy. You know, he a dog. And we let he him dog. go. The sixties, we foolish man. We fool. We gave to <laughs> Tobias Harris. Uh, you know that's another story. But yeah, Jimmy Butler, man. I, I I I feel like if we had Jimmy Butler this year with the Sixers, we probably would have. We could have mm -hmm. made that extra step right. to that next level because we right. was this close. We was this close. Kawhi made that mm -hmm. that that once in a lifetime. That, yeah, that was an amazing shot. That was. That was. But now shot. look at him. Yeah. He home. <laughs> like, he home. what the fuck? I just can't believe it. Like, yo, the Clippers ain't do shit in that series, bro. And we thought they was going to give the Lakers a run. Right. We thought that was going to be game seven, mm -hmm. seven game series, and it was going to go back and forth. And Facts. Kawhi, LeBron sticking Kawhi, because mm -hmm. you know that's the, yeah. the, the, the major debate. Everybody I know that don't like LeBron. They yeah, always talking say, about Kawhi. Yeah, my man was just telling me, he said, yo, man, what's up with your guy, man? He ain't. He didn't take that last shot. Right. He passed off the Caruso. And let my man breathe. Like, you know, <laughs> did we get but the win? But he always do did that, though. That's LeBron, though. Yeah. 
And sometimes it eat me up sometimes. Right. But I also am a... I'm a Because he don't got that Cole in his veins like Kobe do. That's just... Yeah, know? Kobe going... He going to say, get on out of here. <laughs> rest in Everybody peace to Kobe. Everybody, rest in peace to Kobe. Yeah. Rest in peace to Kobe. I was an AI fan. A major AI fan. Oh, you was? You know how I told you earlier about that uh, Rockefeller, right. Right. Rough Rider situation. Yeah. I was like that. I was AI first. And everybody else was Kobe. Oh, everybody else was Kobe. Okay. Me and a couple of my homies. Um, right. We was AI, but I was a diehard AI fan. When he slept over uh, to Ron Lou that game in yeah. the finals, yeah. I thought we had it. I <laughs> thought we had it. I thought it was That's a wreck, hard to beat Kobe and Shaq, bro. That's, yeah, that's different. Yeah. That's a different type of time, Yeah, bro. it is. Matt Geiger and Tyrone Hill, and it wasn't... It wasn't going we had it. the wrong players for that. Yeah, we did. We, we wasn't we did. matched up right. Now, what I want to ask you is, when I first heard your music, and I dived into it, the first two artists that came to my mind was Logic and J. Cole. Like, you gave that aura to me. What do you think of Logic as an artist? A lot of people don't like him because he's a white boy... You know, he can't really rap and all this old weird shit. I don't get it. I feel like boy dope as shit. I think he talented. I think right. he real good. He yeah, real me dope. too. And, and you I, can tell he studied the game. Yeah, he do. And he seemed like um he into it. He into mm-hmm. his craft and he's he consistent. Right. I only know that my little brother is a fan of his. Okay. And my little brother put me on him. And mm. and when I heard him at first I was like, Man, I don't wanna hear that. But then when I'm listening, I'm like, Oh shit, Yeah, I look him up, that I shit. Say, oh shit. Yeah, he yeah. hot. He hot as he shit, hot. bro. He hot. Shout out to yeah. Logic, man. He retired too. That's crazy. He really did. Yeah, he really retired. You but he had a family you, now. He just had a kid. So. But do you think that he really retired, or is it something? I mean, you know, he might pull say a retired. jigger. Yeah, he might pull yeah, a jigger. Yeah, yeah. But who were some of your influences in 2014 to pick up a pen? Like, um, who was you listening to that was like, "Yo, I, I got to get it in this game." I think um, being in the studios with my folks. Okay. They was doing a music thing. Oh, your folks was? Yeah, and I was supporting any way I could at that time. Okay. And they had a project, I remember, with Don Cannon. Okay. And when they had that project with Don Cannon, I got exposed to going to Atlanta back then. Oh, really? And when I went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, I realized that it was, it was a lot of opportunities out here. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and and he, um, you know, they... Uh, they like, they introduced me to the music wow. scene, right? Right. And <laughs> like, fuck this. I'm trying to get at a bag. Yeah. Listen. So I said, damn, I could I could kick my shit. I want to talk my shit. So I right. You know, I started. So was your how it. was your first rap though? Like, was it hot? Was it? Was you got you look. I think I think it was it was art. You got to ask them though, man. But you know what? When I came out the studio before, I mean, before I went in that booth, mm-hmm. I'm almost positive that it was a little bit like. Watch this, this new, you know, mm-hmm. see what he do. Yeah. When I came out of there, I think that I, I got that. It was that, definitely that like, nod. oh, what? Yeah. It was that. It was okay. definitely like, no, you must. You see, I still kept yeah. going. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of seen how they, um, right. when they was in the studio, the recording process, mm-hmm. built my own relationships with the engineer. Right. It was a sponge. Yeah. You know, build my relationships with them, book my own sessions. Okay. Figure it out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, just be consistent at it and just keep at it. Now, before we go, I do want to ask you, what's your thoughts on the Philly hip-hop scene as far as you being an indie artist and you feel like you're getting the love or you feel like your music is being heard or, like, what's your thoughts on, like, just the whole Philly scene overall? Man, I feel like it's it's, it's it could go both ways. It's like mm-hmm. everybody and their mom kind of rap in Philly. 
if yeah, we, if grandma, we, if we be honest, aunt, we got to be honest. The aunt, right? the uncle, So cousins. you already got that against you when you approaching somebody and yeah. introducing what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand that, but I don't understand when you say something is hot mm-hmm. and you feeling something right. and you in a position or you can just say, yo, check this out yeah. or damn. And then when you see people that's working for themselves, like, I feel like people that's helping people should get help too mm-hmm. in different ways. And right. I don't just matter at this level or matter at the level before me because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I'm going to do. Not when I'm going to do it is, is I'm telling you, I'm going to do that. When, when I get on them bigger platforms, mm-hmm. I don't care about titles. Right. I don't care if you got 500 followers. Yeah. I don't care about that. that what you matter. doing though? If right. I see you outside and I come across or anything come across my radar, I don't care if you, you ain't got to be from Philly. You could be from Minnesota. I don't know a soul from Minnesota. Right. But I feel like if you, you know, we got to get back to that. A yeah. lot of people say Black Lives Matter. Why? I mean, when? When a cop kill a uh, uh, black guy? Right. But it don't matter when it pertains to other things. No, 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 no. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I don't oh. think it do. Okay. I don't think it do. Because why right. you? Why do a uh, black person got to die um, by the hands of a cop for them to matter? Right. When we, what about when we alive yeah. and we... Put our pride to the side that people tell us, especially in Philly. Oh, you yeah. got use your resources, you check your tap in and check man. your ego. We check our egos. Well, I know I can't speak for everybody. I check my ego. Mm-hmm. I reach out to any and everybody I know that got some type of foot in what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. They further, you know what I mean? I'm trying yeah. to get some experience. I don't right. want you to do for, uh, do nothing for me. I ain't really looking for a handout, but I think that's the Philly situation. And I don't know if it's other places, but I know from the outside looking in, Atlanta don't seem like they got that issue. No, they don't. I've been down there. They don't. I seen it. Right. They smart enough to build up a ladder and tell the next man, look, I'm on this ladder. Let me help you pull this ladder up. And right. then that man, tell that man, pull, pull up a ladder. ladder. Philly, it seemed like we on one ladder, right? You're going up, and then they kind of like, you know, I got my ladder. Figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my idea on but I've never been about it. I just, I just uh, adapt to whatever situation, like I said, and, mm-hmm. and I'll never complain. I do what I can do. And right. what I can control, that's what I'm focused on. Uh, anything other than that, outside of that, I ain't really too worried about that. That's mm-hmm. why I got my LLC. I ain't waiting for nobody to do nothing. I've realized that what I put in is what I get out of it. Right. So social media, I'm promoting. Mm-hmm. Outside, I'm pulling up, hopping out. I got these. I got this for you, too. I got to give you one of these. Okay. I got to give you one of these. I got, like, the QR scan card. Like when they Oh, go, yeah, you know the I mean? QR scan so card. Yeah, this, that's this, important. Um, yeah, pay attention. Brothers and sisters, it's, make it's sure you like get this. your scan cards on. Right. Now okay. you check it out. I pull right. up on somebody, quit, hop out, walk down, anything, mm-hmm. and you just aim your camera. You pull your camera up. You only got to snap no picture. You just aim your camera at it. You aim your camera at it, show you. A video pop up on your phone. And that's to the single that we was just playing, to the street single. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It pop right up on your phone. Now, so, tell, tell the artists that's watching this and listening to this, how do you go about doing that? Because this is a lesson that needs to be learned. You talking about the uh, QR scan? Yeah. Well, I, you could research it or you could DM me, right? Look. Because <laughs> look, how I'm going to tell them. You want me to tell them the whole step-by-step process? This the basics of it. This the basics of it. You just research. Okay. It's a, it's a QR generator. Just research it. Search QR generator. Okay. Search it. And when you search it, you add your link to it. Everything that you mm. want to do, just try researching and figure it out. Right. Search up QR generator. QR you copy generator. and paste any of one of your links that you want to put in. Mm-hmm. Put the link into the um. The and then box. you take the scan 
and put it on your card. Yeah, you take a scan in and get it printed out on one of your cards and or however you want to do it. I got right. posters out where you could walk up to the posters and you put your phone up, the posters uh, take you straight to the video. Okay. It's um it's what you want to do with the, the QR scan, but that's how you basically do it. You Google search, just Google search GR, what is it, QR generator. Okay. And then you'll, um, it's self-explanatory. You just copy in, copy paste any link that you right. want to promote. Okay. Anything that you're trying to push, you'll put that in that search box and then mm -hmm. it'll formulate that um, scan me, uh, the, the QR card. Okay. And you go from there. Cool. Now, tell the people what you got coming up next, how they can follow you, and different things of that nature. First, let me, um, can I tell them this? Look, mm -hmm. EPIL 23, I want to tell them what that stands for, too. Okay. Because yeah, I know um, a lot of people ask me, what's that? What's that? Right. E stands for Eric. That's okay. my first name. Okay. Uh, P is paradise. Okay. The I is in. The L is living. And the other L is life. And 23 was the age I started doing the music. Right, so Dang. it's the acronym for paradise and living life, and um, that goes back to what I was saying when the max up it kind of is cohesive. Yeah, the max up is about maximizing your capabilities no matter what situation you're in, and then the paradise and living life always remind me like whatever going on around me again, mm -hmm. it don't matter. A lot of people say life is a, uh, is a bitch, but you know, it's what you make it. Mm, you know, I wake up smiling, I go mm -hmm. to bed right. smiling, and I pray, and, and I'm good, so I don't really. When you asked me about the Philly situation, I touched on it, but I ain't really worried about that. You see, I'm moving. I'm yeah. moving. I'm here with you. Facts. I'm here with you. So I, I'm I'm moving. Yeah. Yeah. And so what you like, so what's your next project? What what the project is called uh, Make Them yeah. Want More. It's okay. out on all streaming platforms. Um you can follow me on Instagram. That's the most I think I'm most active on that. Okay. Um, EPIL23, E-P-I-L-L-2-3. -L -L mm -hmm. um, I engage with everybody who leave a comment, all the DMs. I engage with my people. I don't look at it like, no, I engage with everybody. So yeah, feel important. free to contact contact me um, if you need any information. If I can help you, I'll give it to you. If I don't know it, I'm going to tell you I don't know it. See? That's straight up with no chaser. Well, this is your boy DJ Bugsy. Make sure you subscribe on Door for Hip Hop Podcast on all streaming platforms. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Door for Hip Hop Pod. This is episode 85. We be back on the other side. Let's get it. Shorty wanna act like she too good for a nigga Like it ain't other fishes in the sea If you wanna roll with me She ain't never been around a dream like me Stop acting the bougie You know you a groupie My life is a movie Like it ain't up
It's your boy DJ Bugsy Door for Hip Hop Podcast. That show, Bug. <laughs> Roll good. with me. I like that, John. It's Thank dope. you. I appreciate it, man. It got, it gives you that R&B, hip hop type feel. Now, Shell Bug, listen, I'm going to let y'all know right now, she's doing her ones and twos. She got the new project out now called Romeo. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. This is part two of the Indie Artist Spotlight. First, I want you to take me back to the beginning because I like to kind of like see where it all started for you with your artistry. So tell me, like, how did you get your start, basically? Oh, man, we, we going to the, woo, to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's take, um, let's take it to the beginning. Okay, so mm-hmm. I wrote my first song when I was 17. Okay. Uh, my brother, he was a hip-hop artist and a DJ. Okay, um, what was his name? Uh, Mick Lawless. Okay. That was, that was his name. Mick yeah. Lawless. He don't okay. do it. He he a corporate dude now. He's <laughs> <laughs> still DJ. Okay. Um, so that was my first thing. That was mm. my first passion for it. Right. And recording. Yeah. He taught me how to record on a computer. Oh, I wow. I was like 17. Okay. So we was in a career recording ourselves. Did a mixtape called Gunsmoke City. Mm. I was like 17. Okay. Um, released it under the criminalists. That was a, a, a duo, me and my brother. And my cousin Wesley. Okay. So we did that. Right. And I performed at like Lataza, all them old venues back in the day. In yeah. I was young. They had okay. to sneak me in. Damn, you got in though. I got in. So um. That's dope. Yeah. So like I started doing that, and mm-hmm. um, it was just a progression throughout life. You know, um, just living my life and mm-hmm. falling in love with the music slowly but surely. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna release a mixtape. No, no, my first mixtape I released, I released it under the name Vixen. Mm. And it was V for Vendetta. Okay, V for Vendetta. Then for v for Vendetta. Okay. And then I released the album under, I changed my name, stage name to Vixen Allure. Okay. Then it was uh, Project Vix. I did that. So you changed the name like Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know how Diddy changed his name P. Diddy, Pup Daddy. You know what? <laughs> P. Diddy. I feel like it's. <laughs> like. I feel like it's mandatory for an artist to grow in that is in that sense. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay, I like um, that. 
if I feel like if you're not changing your namesake mm-hmm. and growing with that, you're mm-hmm. not developing in a sense because you're still trying to find what your sound is. Mm. You know what I mean? Point. So from that point, I wrote with Vixen Allure for years because okay. obviously I was, uh, you know, I'm a stud now. Back then I wasn't. Really? Nah. So I was back super then- feminine back then. Oh, really? Doing music, yeah. So you was the one, I guess, yeah, you know, the curves and... All that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I came out in 17. Okay. And I changed everything now because that's my true authentic self, show book. Okay. So that's what I'm rocking with right now. So do you feel like that's your alter ego? With show book? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> in a sense, yes. Okay. I would say, in a sense. Yeah, because like Beyonce, Sasha Fierce, yeah. <laughs> Beyonce type thing. Yeah, in a sense, yes, I would say it's my alter ego. But my music is uh, truly my authentic self. Okay. Um. So when I'm show bug, I mm-hmm. guess I'm a little bit more. Grittier? Yeah. A little, a little, a little bit more harder. harsh. Yeah. Harder. And my when I'm my regular self, I'm I'm real relaxed and chill. Okay. But it's not even like a persona that's purposely translated. It's just something that kind of goes with the music or when the moment when I'm creating. You know, mm. I kind of I let the music speak for itself. Now speaking of creating, what's the creative process for you? And then we're gonna get back to the femininity part. But go the creative process, process for, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just basically I'm listening to a beat. And I come up with a melody and I'm humming. It don't even have to be actual words. It's just the melody that draws me and I create the melody and then I build the words on top of the melody. And then I'm doing that with the verse too. A lot of times I'm writing the hook first because I know that's what actually grabs the people. Facts. You know what I mean? So I'm breaking down the composition of the song when I'm writing in melody format. Mm, How did you learn that? Naturally. Really? My father played six instruments. You know oh, so I grew up it, around so music. Genetics. I was in a rock band for four years. Before you got into rap? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Disturbing Daisy. I was a front lead singer of a rock band. I performed all over the country, played a little guitar a little bit. but like. And what my, made you transition into hip-hop? And well, I, I did rock. hip-hop first. And then, then I, you went, then I went then to, you rock. to rock. Yeah, and I did that for years. We performed everywhere, uh, Jersey Shore Festival, Wells Fargo Center, Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. Then my mom died. Oh, is that what... That stopped music every, altogether. Yeah. For years, I put a halt on it because I was still grieving. Yeah. And I found my mom dead in the crib, like, out of the blue. I really? walked. Yeah, I moved out of my... Was she sick? I, nah. She just died. She just dropped dead. Natural causes? They say hypertension. So I think it was a stroke. That's what they say on the death certificate. But, you know what I mean? So oh, I... Yeah, I stopped creating music and I moved to Atlanta because I needed to heal. I didn't even want to see Philadelphia because it reminded me too much of her. Okay. So I moved to A. And How um, was that transition for you? I mean, it, it was more so about my healing moving to the A. Okay. I tried to do music, but I, I just wasn't there mentally and emotionally. Yeah. And people was like, no, nah, this is the place where you should be doing music. I'm like, I can't focus on that right now. And I was trying but it just wasn't coming together the way I wanted it to. So I just let God do what he was doing in my life at the time. Mm. And I moved back to Philly in 16 and I gave it another shot. And slowly but surely, I just slow walked it. Yeah. And when 2018 came around, I just started massively creating. I felt like it was an outpour of the things that I wanted to talk about when I couldn't. 
Yeah. So I just start creating a lot of songs and start okay. putting everything together. Okay. Yeah. So the outpour was, I'm sure it was a lot of pain, but did you make anything creative elaborating on your mother? Actually, I haven't. That's the craziest thing. I haven't like touched on, touched that, on that yet. I'm just, I'm allowing the vibe to take me where it's going to take me. Right. The universe. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, tell me about your transition because you told me you was a, a brick house and you was feminine and now you're more, you changed your preferences. So talk yeah. about that transition. What? How did that come about? Because oh, we got Young Ma, but we don't have a lot of yeah. women that are rapping that are, yeah. that's going that way. So talk about that, um, your sexuality. I think it was just a point in my life where I just didn't want a lot of myself no more. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and, I, and I had met somebody at the time too, so that kind of enhanced it to mm. take me to that point. Okay. You know what I mean? So I just allowed myself to be free. That's mm. all I did. And the way people describe it to me, they say, yo, that was like night and day. Mm. They say it was like super fast. But, but you don't me, see it. It, it didn't you, feel super fast. Because you know the gradual steps. Yeah. Everything that was going on in my mind, I knew what the courses was taking me through. But when it happened, I felt like, whew. Finally. Finally. Right. And and now I'm really my authentic self. Okay. Yeah. And how did your family and friends accept the oh, fact that you- Oh, they're fine with it. They, okay. They pretty much said they kind of knew all along. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And does your mother know? No. She died okay. before I even came out. Yeah. Was you scared to tell her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. Yeah, definitely for sure. So was it any moments with your mom where y'all were one-on-one and you felt like it was about to come out? I wanted it to. At the time, I was engaged to a dude. Mm, that's interesting. But you <laughs> still yeah. had feelings for women. Yeah. Even though you was engaged to him. Yeah. Did you tell him that? Yeah. And what he say? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. one of them things. We was just like, well, I mean, we wound up breaking up. You know when you mean? told, when you, when not you exactly at that moment, but once I told him, okay. it was always an accusatory thing that I was uh, dealing with other women when I wasn't. So, <laughs> really, yeah, it was crazy. Okay, wow. That's interesting. It is. <laughs> it's a long story, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she like, we ain't getting too deep tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's a long story. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting to talk about, though, because I'm real free with it. I don't Yeah. I don't really have no walls up about it. Okay. You know, it doesn't make me uncomfortable at all. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So what do you think of Young Ma? Like Young Ma- I like her as an artist. Okay. Yeah, I think she's dope. Now, when she be talking about the strap bones and all that, what do you think of that? Like, what? I mean, it's just, it is what it is, you know. I can relate. Do you ever, oh, you can relate? <laughs> I can relate. So, you are, are you the aggressor when it pertains to your mate? We're, me and my, me and my mate, we're both aggressive. You okay. Know what I'm saying? She's uh, more in a feminine sense than me, but she's aggressive as me. Okay. Yeah. She's dominant, just as dominant as me. We kind of play off each other. That's right, all. Yeah. Right. I think it's just about, see, mm -hmm. people look at me and be like, I'm automatically supposed to be aggressive because I'm a stud. 
and that's not necessarily how it should be. You mm. should allow a person to be who they're going to be, not based off of image-wise or how they look. Okay. But that's just my, that was my natural persona when I was feminine was to be aggressive. Really? Yeah. I so used to, you was aggressive with men? Yes. Did that cause you to have a lot of arguments and shit? Like, I wouldn't say arguments. It was a power struggle. You wasn't modest. Like, you didn't give in. You always had the last word. No, it wasn't necessarily about having the last word. It was more so about just knowing who I am and mm -hmm. having the confidence in that. And that was a threatening factor to men because I was very sure okay. of what I wanted, what I was going to do. Like, my drive is insane in life. <laughs> yeah, you got that merch. Yeah. Talk about that merch <laughs> and why you feel like that is important. Because you look at Benny the Butcher, Conway, Griselda Records, and how they pushing that merch and how vital that is to be successful. And you also see people like DJ Khaled attaching that to an album, Nicki Minaj attaching that to an album, and that being part of the album itself. Now, even though I don't feel like that's fair, because a shirt is a shirt and an album is an album, right. but I do get it from a business and branding perspective. I think that's just more so what it is. It's just a brand. It's just to have some extra goodies for the fans okay. to pick and choose from. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really necessarily like a um, a force-fed thing to like, oh, you got to do this and get my album. Right. I just give you a choice. So if you want to rock an S-Bug shirt, that's beautiful. If you want to buy a phone case, that's beautiful. You want to get some socks, that's great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just give people choices. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's necessary as an artist to have those necessities for art for fans so they can feel closer to you and gravitate towards you. And you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just another source of income. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, what I was, was intrigued by, you have such a variety. And usually when artists put out merch... They just got shirts. Yeah. But you got everything. How did, like, <laughs> tell me about that. Because I want you to explain to indie artists or artists that's what their, like, how can they push merch? Or what do you think is a, the great way to factor that into their brand? Um, well, I chose to do multiple pieces because I didn't want to do what the average individual was doing. I wanted a fan to feel like they had a choice and options, not that you just forced to wear a shirt. Okay. I'm going to just give you socks. I'm going to give you a phone case, yeah. mask. Like a bundle pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Um, I feel like in marketing, it's an important factor to brand yourself because once you have your logo or whatever right. you're, however you're representing your brand, mm -hmm. it's something to beat into the brains of people because it's pro subconscious programming. That's all it really is. Mm, I like that. So, so where did you learn that from? That's interesting. Oh, man. That's another conversation, bro. <laughs> that's deep. Subconscious program. Yeah, subconscious pro and propaganda. You know what I'm saying? So right. with those factors, I use those marketing factors just to promote myself and use the same brand. That's why I make it very easy for people to find me online. Okay. It's always Shellbug. It's always Shell Shellbug. Twitter, Shellbug. IG, Shellbug. Facebook, Shellbug. YouTube, Shellbug. Shellbug. You feel me? Yeah. Because you have to make it easy because it's branding. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The DJ Bugsy215 on all platforms. Everything. Yeah. Showbook.com. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she ain't playing. I'm not playing sure, with y'all. She's yeah. making sure that name is is Liddy. Like Listen, I, I, right there. I'm grinding. And um mm-hmm. my eventual goal in the game is to become an A R. Like that's what I really want to do. Really? Yeah. So you want to step away from the artist, being an artist? I do. I want to use my artistry to get me in the door, but I really want to be an A R. What about management? Because right now I feel like in a digital age, A and R's is kinda like an endangered species. True. I feel like now everything is a manager, a branding manager, or uh-huh. someone that runs a social media. You know, it, the teams are getting smaller by yeah, the minute. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like an A and R for the streets, maybe to have the ear to the streets, like yeah. to be connected to the labels. Now it's a group of A and R's that just got promoted recently, so they're still in, the labels are still invested in those. Uh, those, those jobs, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. I want to basically. I want to be behind the desk. I want to be responsible for an artist's career. I want to be responsible for um, mm-hmm. molding and taking the time out. Okay. Because I feel like I have great executive producer qualities when it comes to creating, mm, and I have. I, like I see the bigger picture when it comes to music. Music is like a visual language to me. You know what I mean? Okay. So when I'm dealing with other artists, because I'm, I'm an engineer and I'm a videographer. Really? Yeah. So you do your own videos? I don't shoot my own videos, but I shoot other artists' videos, yeah. Damn. So you do what he do? Yeah. And I was actually <laughs> going to ask him a couple questions. Oh, you was? Yeah, because yeah, I like beast. to poly with other people that's doing what he I'm a, doing. He a beast. Shout out to Wesley Brown. He's a beast, Word. Man. For I, sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade him for nobody, man. He, he nice. does... He's always on time. He's very punctual. Yes. He does good work. Now, sometimes we bump heads. Let me tell you what we bump heads about. <laughs> the fucking promos. The, the, <laughs> the, the most non-important shit we bump heads about. But all the regular shit, the regular <laughs> shit that's that really important, yeah. we be chilling. We be like, yeah, bro, what's on? Okay. Uh-huh. Like, yo, that's my guy. That's my guy. But yeah, y'all can politic, but that's crazy. So... The way I see you is you're like a jack of all trades. I am. Because I'm like you a one stop shop. You got the artist thing going on. You got the videographer thing going on. You trying to do the executive producer thing. Yeah. So you you gonna always have a job. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I never go broke. That's my motto. I never go broke. You sound like Jigger. <laughs> That's Jigger shit. <laughs> I never go broke. I will not lose. Never. (laughs) Get at me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hit that button. (laughs) For sure. But nah, man, like, I'm self-taught everything. Um, I'm actually about to go to engineering school next month to get my certificate. Just to have that paperwork. Just to have that paperwork. Right, because it, yeah, because it makes it better. Yeah, yeah. To have that accolade under my belt. Okay. And you probably going to breeze right through that. Yeah, it's like it's a passion, it's a love, and I understand the dynamics and the science of it too, because mm-hmm. I did a lot of studying behind it. So it's just, it's gonna be fun for me. Okay. Yeah. Now I got like two debate questions. Okay. Before we go, I want you to tell me the top three music catalogs since two thousand in hip hop. I got some names in mind, but I want to see if we fare the same. Top three music catalogs since in hip hop. Since 2000. That's since 20 2000. years of music. Oof. Um, I'm going to say my man Jay Z. 
But he no, he came on the nineties. I'm talking like when like Kanye and Fifty okay. was kind of like okay, taking okay. off from okay. that point on. From that point on, yeah. Two thousands. Let's roll with it. Um, Hip hop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you who I think. Kanye West is number one in my book. Really? Absolutely. Without question. He got one of the best music catalogs in hip-hop history. He do. I mean, musically and sonically. Musically, he's a genius. I can agree with that. Okay. I, 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 from his I'm not pers- going to say far as rapping, because we all know no, Kanye West. No, I'm not talking about rapping. I'm yeah. Ju- I'm talking about, about just his, music. his musicality. Right. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Okay. I can agree with that. Because Kanye is a very, he's very diverse. He's always doing something different. I feel like he challenges himself every project that he puts out. That's true. He's raising the bar higher and higher and higher. And higher and higher and higher. And he's a Gemini. Ha ha ha. ha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gemini's. Gemini? Yes, I am. Ah, I'm Virgo. Yeah, Virgos and Gemini's get along, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Some of my good friends are Gemini's, man. I know a lot of Gemini's. And they I'm be still... trying to say we evil. Like, like we nah, like Dr. Not. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Y'all and not. Shit. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all not evil. Y'all particular. You're very particular talk who y'all keep company with. Talk who, who y'all talk to, who y'all converse with. Everybody can't understand y'all mind and how y'all articulate and see things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And y'all, y'all, y'all scrutinize yourselves more than people scrutinize y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all hard on yourself because y'all, y'all go-getters Facts. in a sense. But y'all very fluid in y'all drive of how y'all do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. man. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. So what you got coming up next, though? Man, what's, listen. What's, yeah, tell the people how they can follow you. All right. What you got coming up next? All right. No, showbook.com, man. <laughs> showbook like on Instagram. Showbook on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Showbook on YouTube. I got Roll With Me. That's a single out now. That's on YouTube. Okay. Um, on the 29th, I'm heading up to New York to do an interview with thisis50.com. Congratulations so that. on that. Thank I you. seen you announce that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm promoting that. I'm going to promote that like I'm going to promote this joint because one thing about being an artist, it's important to have press. Oh, my God. Would you say it again? It's important, it's important for you press. to do what? Have press. And you got to go all over, right? You got to go all over. Not just one spot. Not just one spot. Because these Philly niggas always think New York is the spot. <laughs> and I'll be trying to tell you, you gotta niggas, you better come to You got to get your hometown first. Got to get that hometown love That's first. That's right. You get feel that me? hometown love. And make sure like you promoting. Like, any podcast I've been on, I promote constantly. Thank you. Like I told y'all, episode 78, <laughs> you don't promote, your interview is going up. And it's getting fucking deleted. I don't give a damn if you got a blue check or not. Not. Fuck with me if you want to. Period. That's real talk. That's real talk. <laughs> and I'm promoting everything I got my face on. You feel me? That's what's Because the folks need to see where I'm at. I need to, I feel like I'm like, I need to be in these niggas' faces. Yeah. They need to understand and know who I am. And every interview is gonna be different. Every. And every personality had every podcast has its own personality. Absolutely. Or show or radio show, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. Cause the person, the host, like I, I I enjoy being on here because I feel like you thorough. I feel like you do your research. You feel me? Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? And you're asking questions that make me think. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gemini shit. Uh, <laughs> let them know. Let them know. 
But this is your boy DJ Bugsy Do it for Hip Hop Podcast Make sure you subscribe on Google Play iTunes DJ Bugsy 215 on SoundCloud Make sure you follow us on Spotify Follow us on Instagram At Do it for Hip Hop Pod And any, any artist is trying to get on a podcast Make sure you submit your music Your pictures to Do it for Hip Hop Pod At Gmail Keep it hip hop Peace <laughs>